Welcome to the JMJ Missions Podcast. My name is Anthony, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Dan Palmieri, and the one and only and lowly, just kidding, not lowly, Rocco Tarabarelli. We're also joined by a special guest. Today we have Nicole, and she's waving right now, but you can't see her. And she has a very special role to play in this podcast, which we're going to get to in just a second. If you have never heard about JMJ Missions before, we are an online Catholic an in-person evangelization team. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, you name it. Just type in JMJ Missions, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I mean, I guess you already know what our name is because you're listening to this podcast. So just search the same thing <laughs> as our name and you will find us. And our website too. Today, our topic is, our, our website is jmjmissions.com. <laughs> Nicely done. Our topic today is going to be Bible Roulette. This is a game we used to play back in like 2014. Most kids, like when they're bored, and they're in their early 20s, you know, maybe they go and they party and they do a lot of stuff, maybe even alcohol is involved, who knows. What we did on Friday nights is we would grab a Bible and we would play Bible roulette. We would go around the room, one person would pick Old Testament or New Testament, next person would pick a random book, followed by a random chapter, followed by a random verse, and then we would see what the Holy Spirit had in store for us. So we're going to play it live, and Nicole's role is that she's going to be part of the process. This way it doesn't seem scripted or or staged or anything like that. So she is our our honest medium here. Nicole's actually my sister. That's right. Uh, I forgot. To that's how. That. That's how we <laughs> just <laughs> random girl off the street. <laughs> my 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 good my good dear sister. Um, and it's actually funny before you even get into that. Aunt, it's so funny to think that we our conversion experience is good. We had our conversions, and I was a freshman in college. You were a sophomore in college. Me and you and Ryan were sophomores. Me and Anthony, or me and Rocco were freshmen in college but it was so strong that that's actually what we ended up doing on friday nights mm-hmm. having a good time with yeah it, it was a lot bible of roulette rather than um like other kinds of roulette <laughs> yeah unidentified mm-hmm. kinds of roulette right <laughs> so and small talk what you got for us yeah small talk today is i think sometimes people do things and we can judge them for it now there's one thing that people do that i automatically judge them in my mind and it's not serious. Like, I don't actually think they're a bad person. This is this is all in good fun. But let's say you're at the supermarket. Uh, for us, it's called ShopRite. So we're at ShopRite. You know, you're picking out your groceries. You're getting your Chobani and your coffees and all that good stuff. I had Chobani today. Did I you? never have Chobani, it's but so I actually good. had key lime crumble. Oh, that's the best. Was it a it, flip? It was okay. It was a flip. But nice. it was like, it was weird. The first bite was weird, and then yeah. it got better. It'll take you by surprise, yep. but you acquire a taste, and it's really good. Yeah. I'm sorry. Proceed. That's fine. Talk. So let's say you put all your key lime crumbles in your trunk and you're ready to go now you have a mission your cart's empty there's a huge temptation to just let that cart sit there and drive away like nothing ever happened so what you should do is find the nearest cart station and kindly and gently walk your cart back to the station many people don't do it i'd say about if i had to guess i'd say 55 to 60 percent of people do not do this so whenever i see someone do that in my mind i'm like ha you're a horrible person, <laughs> yeah. but not really. So that's the thing that kind of bugs me a little bit. So I make a point, and as I do it, I kind of look around and make sure that people see me like doing a good deed. <laughs> not really, but you get it. <laughs> so your question is, what is our? Yeah, like what do you? What do people do that you automatically judge them for? Okay, so our flawed and completely wrong action that people do that we, yeah. where we judge whether or not they're a good or bad right. person. So mm-hmm. this, okay, so again, this is completely not serious. Yeah. But if you see somebody not put their card away after shopping they're a terrible person in my mind mind, yes okay for that Mm -hmm. second (laughs) and i've learned everything i need to know about them (laughs) (laughs) all right who wants to go 
I'll go. So I work in the restaurant business. So I'm constantly dealing with the uh, American public. And from what I've gathered, generally, the American public are nice people. But there's those people every now and again you get that are very miserable and ignorant and just do not care about you. So when I give respect and kindness, I expect it to be given back to me. Um, I'm not your servant. I'm there to serve you, but don't treat me like a piece of trash. So when I say, hi, how are you doing? Don't just give me your food or beverage order. Uh, courteously, courteously uh, respond and say, I'm good. How are you? Don't say, um, you know, I'll take I'll take the ch- chicken special you mentioned uh, earlier. Well, I would just be greeting them, so I didn't get to the specials yet. But, <laughs> but hi, how are you? I'm Rocco. What can I get for you? And they just launch right into their spiel without any greeting or <laughs> any act of respect and really, really annoying. Huge pet peeve of mine. I've one. been dealing with that for a lot of years. So yeah. your thing is someone's a terrible person if they do not greet you after you greet yeah, them. Yeah, because it's, it's selfish. It's ignorant. <laughs> Uh, they lack common courtesy, and it needs to be fixed. <laughs> Do you ever like say like "I'm good, thanks"? Like as a like in a no, because they'll oh. they'll go to my manager. Oh, true, yeah, <laughs> or, or not leave you uh, in my head. I do. <laughs> oh, in your head. Nice. In my head, I do it all the time. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Uh, um, all right. So this is this never happens to me, but I just one day this came to me, and I felt like this would be a great indicator of how to judge if someone's a terrible person or not. If you were to step on someone's foot in an elevator who you didn't know by accident, their reaction. You know, so you walk, so you're in an elevator. So the step E or the stepper? The the step E. So you step on their foot by accident. I mean, if they step on your foot on purpose, like they're a jerk. Yeah. Um, But anyway, if you walk in the elevator, okay, and there's people in there you've never seen before, crowded, you accidentally step on somebody's foot. (laughs) And you look at them, and you look at them, you're like, oh, oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. Their reaction will say everything about them. Yeah, true. If well, they're like, "Oh yeah, no problem at all, no problem like, at all," they they, yeah. they look at you, they kind of giggle, they laugh it off. They're a wonderful. If they person. grunt, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't okay, deal okay. with the grunts. Here, yeah, right, I can't right. do grunts. Right. There's they're so, a horrible human being. There's being. a few ways you can approach this. If they don't respond at all after you say sorry, they just like look forward. Horrible, horrible person. Mm-hmm. If they go, it's fine, but they don't look at you. Like I can see some some horrible people just be like, "It's it's fine," but like looking away and like yeah. being clearly annoyed. Horrible person, right? If they yell at you. Oh, watch where you're, watch where you're stepping. Yeah, really horrible, horrible person. person. Um, again, this is this this is um this is not. What if they step a judgment on, your... on somebody's inner soul? This is just a, this is for fun. What if they step <laughs> but... on your toe back? Oh, that is just awkward. Now I'm gonna fear for my safety. <laughs> yeah. I'm fearing for my safety. What would yeah. I do as a bystander if you were witnessing people just <laughs> stepping on each other? Like, have never never seen each other before <laughs> in my in their lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's about to go down. <laughs> I have to like I have to like make a quick judgment as to whether or not I could I could successfully break up this fight without getting injured, <laughs> and uh, being that I'm I'm five seven, so we would know. need a subcategory for what to do if you're witnessing a, a stepping a shoe stepping <laughs> a, sh- a shoe stepping in the elevator. <laughs> do you get off the elevator or do you? You can't. Do you you're going. It? You're, you can't get off the elevator. You're you're traveling. You're traveling. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Just stop it and you know. What do you do? Do do you make it even more awkward by by, by <laughs> pressing? No, not participating. <laughs> not picking sides. Do you make it more awkward by pressing the next level and just getting off? And everyone in the elevator clearly knows, clearly clearly knows that you just press the next, the next, the next, the next level, and then just just you know got off the elevator immediately. 
do you do that? Because that just made it even more awkward for everybody else in the entire in the entire elevator. So that is that's the question. I hope one day that end. I'm actually in this situation. Gosh, I hope not. That's weird. Like, like what, what about your safety? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be worth it. Okay, well, all right. So Nicole, what about you? Um, what do I find mm-hmm. annoying for yeah. people? Um, I think my answer is going to be a little similar to Rocco's. I also have a little food industry background. Um, I used to work at a bakery down the shore. And I personally can't stand when people would come in and let's say they're getting like a donut or something very simple and easy and all the donuts are obviously the same. But they go, could you give me that one? (laughs) Yeah. That's like way in the back. <laughs> right. Like one specific donut or like a piece of crumb cake where I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. No, 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 not that one. That one. Right. No, actually the it's one like, behind Just that. be grateful you're getting some food today. Yeah. That <laughs> starving in this world. Really? That just, that drove me crazy. Wait, I so experienced all- that all the time at the restaurant. Like just total like specifications. Yeah. You know, can I, you know, I want a salad, but I don't want this and that and that. Just take it off. Yeah. Or like if you're literally, it, it's behind a glass thing. They're all the same. Why right. do you need the donut to the left? Of, right. Like, I'm not sorry. I mean, do you ever like crazy. just act like you're not sure which one and grab every other one except for the one that they've told you I to mean, grab? I mean, maybe once or twice I've <laughs> yeah. done that. But, you know. Yeah. All right. So let's play some Bible roulette. Um, the first thing, let's just dive right into it. We kind of gave a little preview before. So well, do you want to explain exactly how what we do? Again, yeah, a I think. Refresher. Uh, did I do that or no? I can't remember. Let's just, in case refresher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one person is going to pick Old Testament or New Testament. Mm-hmm. But being that there's four of us. Oh, and the reason we brought Nicole in, my sister, is to like help everybody, all of our listeners, like you know, know for sure that we are not scripting this. We mm-hmm. have absolutely no clue which Bible verse where it's going to come out of this. That's how the Holy Spirit kind of guides it, and we're just going to dissect and talk about whatever verse um, that we're going to use. So we brought Nicole in for an extra random um aspect so that you you know that we're doing this on the spot and haven't planned it <laughs> exactly time, like f- total frauds mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so let's make our first selection so nicole do you want to pick old testament or new testament sure um let's go old testament old testament all right uh dan you go next i'm gonna old testament i'm mm-hmm. gonna pick uh ooh, so an old testament book mm-hmm. we'll go with sirach can't go wrong with sirach Okay. Rock, you pick the chapter. Chapter two. Okay. And I am going to guess verse 35. Okay. So hopefully there's that many verses. So okay. I believe that was Sirach, chapter two, verse, verse 35. 35. Nicole also has a new job. Now Nicole is the official Bible finder. So as she pages She's through. She's got Sirach. It's not as it's, it's not there's easy, actually. There's, okay. there's many books, 73 okay, to be Sirach. exact. Sirach. What was the chapter, chapter two. two? Chapter two, verse thirty-five. Let's see what the Holy Spirit wants to say to us. Okay. And we can pick the uh, closest heading. Uh, how many verses are there? Fifteen. There's only fifteen oh, okay. verses. Okay. Then I'll go. I'll okay. change my selection. Oh, Eighteen. I'm sorry. I'll change my selection to sixteen. Verse sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, if you want, you can read just for a little extra, um, like variation. Context. You can read yeah. like the heading beforehand you know what i mean right the paragraph before just like the few Mm -hmm. verses before or after yeah so nicole's gonna read it for us okay 12 to 16 sirach woe to craven hearts and drooping hands to the sinner who treads a double path woe to the faint of heart who trusts not who therefore will have no shelter woe to you who have lost hope 
What will you do at the visitation of the Lord? Those who fear the Lord disobey not his words. Those who love him keep his ways. Those who fear the Lord seek to please him. Those who love him are filled with his law. Nicole, are you a lector? That was really good. That was really that good. That was peaceful. That was better than I any of us could have be. done. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. You used I've to be a lector? Really? Long time. Yeah, I, really? Mm-hmm. I can tell. Wow. In high school, yeah. yeah. All right. So you're the official oh. Bible reader, by the <laughs> yes. way. Although I messed up really, really bad the first time I was a lector. You know how you do like the end yeah. readings at the end of mass, the announcements? I was supposed to say, like, ask for money and say we will be helping over 100 families like, mm-hmm. in the community. And I added million for some oh, reason. Oh, really? I have... Yeah. No idea why I did that. I literally said, we will be helping over 100 million families. Oh, like, wow. and my mom said, some woman in front of her was like, that's a lot of families for this one parish. <laughs> wow. That's my first lecture story. Anyway. So that's some parish. There was something, I think we should all say like something kind of brief about what we thought when we were listening to that reading. Uh, the first thing that, that I heard was woe to... It was something about having a double life. I just want to find the exact Verse place Verse 12 again. is where you started. Okay. This is where we started. Oh, okay. Here it is. Woe to the craven hearts and drooping hands, to the sinner who treads a double path. Tre- uh, treading a double path, that sounds like pretty wicked. That's like when you act like you're good, but you're not. It's like yeah. you're, you're almost like a chameleon, or if you pretend that you live a virtuous life, and but you're secretly living a double life full of sin. Uh, so that kind of... Uh, that's what I took from it first. That's where my eyes or my ears went. Uh, actually, pretty interesting. I just pulled up, pulled up the EWTN Bible on the app, both Catholic Bibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, EWTN is the Revised Standard Version. The Bible, physical Bible that Nicole read from was um, New American Standard. Mm-hmm. The, the Revised Standard Version says, Woe to timid hearts and slack hands and to the sinner who walks along two ways. So you're dead on. Right. That translation even further like, kind of confirms that it's about being hypocritical, mm-hmm. saying that you are into your faith and then not being into it. Yeah. You know, so, uh, pretending to be good for your own selfish reasons, but not because of actual love of God mm-hmm. or others in your heart. Right. Um, and we're all sinners. Like, this can't be confused. Like, uh, it's, you can act like you're living a virtuous life, and then no one needs to know all of your sins. Right. Like, that doesn't mean that you're living a double life. But it's just the idea of maybe willfully and knowingly treading a double path. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we. Yeah. You're right. We yeah. all we all make mistakes. Because some people get very depressed. They think, Oh my gosh, I've made mistakes. I'm a hypocrite. Well, no. A hypocrite is someone who who makes these mistakes and doesn't care. They're right. not trying to fight. Exactly. Right. A hypocrite is someone who is knowingly using the faith for their own gain. Right. Uh, for their own for their own power for their own reputation. They're using. Um, pretending to be good for their own selfish reasons. And you know, it's funny that there's such a continuation between the Old Testament and New Testament here because Jesus, one of the things he was hardest on was the Pharisees for being fake, mm-hmm. using the Jewish law as a, as, a, as a club against people, using the Jewish law to look good and puffed up in their own, in their own lives uh, rather than to love God deeply. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything else to add to that. I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. it, was, that's fine. it was all perfectly said. And yeah. No worries. I agree with all of it. Cool. Do you want to pick another one? Uh, actually, I want one more thing. One more thing to say about that. Um, this one says, "Woe to timid hearts and slack hands." And then the Does that next mean verse, lazy, lazy. The next one says, "Woe to the faint heart, for it has no trust." Now, at first, you think, "Well, okay, like someone who's faint or like lazy spiritually, well, maybe they can have trust. Maybe they're just lazy spiritually." Not really, because where do you get trust from? Where do you get total trust and hope in God from? From prayer. Mm-hmm. So, if you have slack, a slack heart, slack 
hands when you're, you just, you don't get yourself up in the morning, you don't do good things in your life, you don't force yourself to pray, it's going to be hard to trust in God's goodness for you and his and his will for your life. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Um, uh, that next it says, lost endurance. What will you do when the Lord punishes you? You know, so and I don't even take it as the Lord actually physically getting ticked off and like slapping you in the face. I take it as like when, when life hits you hard and the Lord allows things, who are you going to fall back on if you haven't been praying, you don't have any trust? Mm-hmm. Um, really, really, really cool. And those who fear the Lord will seek his approval. Those who love him will be filled with the law. So if you love him and you trust in him and you and you pray to him, you will be sheltered during tough times. You'll have the hope and peace to get you through those hard times that, that, that life throws at you. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to say, woe to you who steps on someone's foot in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Because if you're going to get mad, as someone for stepping on your foot in an elevator, then you clearly don't trust God. Yeah. All right, let's, let's pick another one. <laughs> okay. Um, so Nicole yeah. picked first, so yeah. I'll pick the Testament. I'll yes. go New Testament this time. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say Peter. Ooh, letter of Peter. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably multiple, <clears throat> I think. I think there's at least I'm gonna two. Say, yeah, I'm going to say Peter two cool. second okay, peter two is there peter. second yeah. peter, peter. Okay. Yeah, there, second i'm peter pretty sure there testament? is yeah. it's really tiny actually i was just looking at it yesterday okay cool chance. so i'm gonna just pick chapter two then because yeah. it's tiny uh-huh and nicole you want to pick a verse yeah i'll help you nicole sure do you want to let me know how many there are you know what mm. i'm gonna guess. it's probably small yeah I would um say like four. four okay all right so second second letter of peter chapter two right verse four mm-hmm Okay. Second Peter chapter. You're right. Two. There's only three chapters in Peter. Verse four. Go ahead, Nicole. You're the official lector. I'll read four, and if I'm feeling it, how about yeah, five yeah. and six? Okay. okay. Cool. Gotcha. Right. Okay. For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but condemned them to the chains of Tartarus and handed them over to be kept for judgment, and if He did not spare the ancient world, even though He preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness, together with seven others when he brought a flood upon the godless world. And if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, reducing them to ashes, making them an example for the godless people of what is coming. And if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, oppressed by the, you are gonna have to help me with that word, licentious conduct of unprincipled people, For the day that righteous man living among them was tormented in his righteous soul at the lawless deeds that he saw and heard, then the Lord knows how to rescue the devout from trial and to keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment. Sorry, I kind of went off, but it seemed like he was going to... You know, yeah. he knew what he was talking Of course, about. ended up being the longest run-on sentence we've ever had, ever. And basically, what I'm taking from that is is second peter is saying if god was able to send the angels to hell for what they did meaning the bad ones the ones that became demons ones that rebelled if he was able to preserve noah but but make the entire world fall from their from its sin in the flood if he was able to turn sodom and gomorrah into ashes but preserved lot um you know, and then he's then it says he's able to rescue the godly from trial and also keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment, um, and especially those who indulge in the lust of defiling passion and despise authority. Wow. Okay, this was this is a very intense mic drop kind of reading from from Saint Peter. Um, what I take it to mean for myself is that Rock. You know, this reminds me of a question you asked, or maybe Aunt Aunt. I think you asked it in the rapid fire Q and A YouTube video. You asked, 
when bad people do bad do things, mm-hmm. why does God let them get away with it while good people oh, yeah. seem to suffer? <clears throat> and my answer was, well, no one really gets away with anything, not only because of the next life when you die, but in this life, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy if you don't have God. Um, and in this reading, it's pretty much, I think, confirming that. It's saying there are some times where you know, like God was able to wipe out the world with a flood. He was able to send angels to hell. Like no one gets away from God's judgment. So don't ever be tempted to think that you who are trying to be good, that you've been left out or forgotten because right. he has his way of preserving you, of mapping out your life exactly as it was supposed to be. Uh, you can trust him. And again, that's actually, you know what happens with these readings, guys? Many times they connect. Mm-hmm. So Sirach, which is totally random, and now Peter, we seem to have this theme of trust. Mm-hmm. That if you're doing good and you're staying close to God, you can trust him because you're in the right path. Right. And I kind of just take this as instructions because it was like, look, here's what the sinners did and here's what they got. And it's like, but Noah mm-hmm. was a good dude. So he was kept safe. Right. And even Noah was a pretty bad sinner too. But we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> or at least his family was. I don't know these details. <laughs> Noah, well. Noah committed a pretty big sin after yeah, the flood. Right. Most people don't know about but, it. <laughs> yeah. Sure he was repentant. And, I'm sure. Yeah, and he was I'm a sure. good dude. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does it mean when it says then the Lord knows how to rescue the devout from trial? Um, the devout fa- you know, the faithful are always going through trial. Um, I, I take that to mean spiritual. To mean um, trial, meaning spiritual sufferings, is the way I take that. That uh, on the inside, if you're in sin, your life is gonna is gonna end up being very tough on you because on the inside you will not be filled with peace. You'll be filled mm-hmm. with restlessness, as Saint Augustine says. And I take that to mean that um, when you go through a tough time, actually, you could take this, take this two ways, Rock. Number one, rescue the devout from trial. Well, everyone's gonna go through trials, but the devout will be rescued from it. The devout, their trials will end, and they'll look back and realize how they grew. In holiness and in trust, and if it ends in death, then they go to heaven, so they'll be rescued. And I would also t- say, on a spiritual sense, your torment will never be as bad as those with absolutely no peace who are in sin, who don't have God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though you go through some trials, you kind of can look back, realize why you're going through it, grow from it, and uh, at least you can always hang on to your faith nice. on the inside. Solid. Gotcha. Next. Okay, we'll do one more? Yeah, Okay, cool. Sure. Let's do one more. So All it's right. Rock's turn to pick the Testament. Cool. Um, New Testament. Okay. New Testament. I'm going to go with the gospel this time, and I'm going to go with John. Mm-hmm. Um, how about five? Okay. So John we're in John five. chapter five. And verse? I'm randomly going to say verse 12. Okay. So I'm paging there now. John Just chapter five, verse 12. Paging there. Wow. What a verb. Yeah, thanks. All right. And it is Nicole's turn to read. It's over here. Let's see where the heading goes. All right, so we got it. Nicole is going to read from the first heading, which is actually starts with verse 10, that first paragraph down to verse 18. Go ahead, Nicole. Okay, here we go. Now that day was the Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who was cured, It is the Sabbath, and it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. He answered them, The man who made me well told me, Take up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who told you, take it up and walk? The man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away, since there was a crowd there. After this, Jesus found him in the temple area and said to him, Look, you are well. Do not sin anymore, so that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he did this on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, 
My father is at work until now, so I am at work. For this reason the Jews tried all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his own father, making himself equal to God. Sheesh. Wow. I already saw a weird, weird connection with the other two readings. Did you guys see it? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. When Jesus says to him, um, verse 14, says, Afterwards, Jesus, so he heals the guy. The guy picks up his mat. He was obviously crippled, and now he can walk. The guy leaves. Jesus eventually sees him a little later. And it says, Afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well. Sin no more that nothing worse befall you. Remember what Sirach said? Sirach said, when you trust in God, you, you, you can navigate things. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have turmoil happen to you. Right. And then uh, Noah. Then, then Peter says, yeah, uh-huh. Peter says, well, really bad things happen to people that are sinning on the inside and outside. But, you know, Noah was good. Lot was good. God, of course, preserved them. So mm-hmm. stay good so that you can be preserved. And now you have Jesus saying, this is all, like I said, we didn't plan this. Um, See you are well. Sin no more that nothing worse befall you. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just like how he said, like, look, you are well. It's almost like, like, look, buddy, like you're yeah. good. <laughs> like, you know, like there's no need to panic. Right. Like you're fine. Like, look. Right. Uh-huh. For, for our, for our listeners, I would actually want to say this. If, if you're listening and you've been going through some tough times, you know, well, and, and maybe you think, well, that's me. I've been going through turmoil on the inside, on the outside. Here's our message for you. You're well. If you turn your heart to, to the Lord, to Jesus, he'll take care of you. Everything will be fine. And you're good. Now, now pick up your mat and go so that nothing more can happen to you. And if bad things do happen to you in the future now, because you have Christ, God will use that. You can be sure that God will use these things for your benefit, for your uh, for your spiritual growth. You know, when you are in God's graces, even when negative things happen to you, it was all like it's, you can rest in the peace of knowing that God allowed it for a good reason. If you are not sinning and you're following God's path, then even if negative things are happening to you, God will use it for your good. And as Jesus says, so like you know you're well now you, you don't have to worry about anything because you know he's going to take care of you good and bad you're right in, you're in his will again mm-hmm. and especially yeah. if you're avoiding sin you're really like especially in his will and so like dan like you said if you're not literally well like maybe you have all kinds of problems but you're not in sin you're like well hey jesus said i was going to be well you're going to be well right like, it's going to happen right if you're yeah. doing god's will you right. can know for absolute sure your trial will end mm-hmm. Worst thing that could happen is that it ends if you go into heaven. Right. 99% chance that's not going to happen. It's uh-huh. going to end, and it'll end up in your growth because you're in God's plan. Yeah. And then that'll give you peace knowing that it will come to an end, so that can help you endure it while it's happening. Exactly. Mm-hmm. True. So yeah. keep the faith. Okay. Um, one last thing that I saw that was really cool. It says, uh, Jesus says so many amazing things in John. That's why I love the Gospel of John. But he says in 17, verse 17, My Father is working still. And I am working, meaning day and night, whether you're asleep or whether you're awake, if you're in God's plan, your your soul's in a good place, you can rest easy knowing that everything happening to you, the Father is working through it. Even when you're sleeping, the Father is, is doing things in the world for your good so that your plan, that plan that he has for you, can can come to fruition. Didn't, I think Benedict had a great quote on that, despite all the evil, terrible things that happened to you. You will always have a final refuge in God. Do you remember that? Quote? I don't remember that. It was a that great quote. At all, but it, it, all, like it was really, yeah. And I always think of that. And, you know, these 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 readings made me think of that. Beautiful. Said, nice. Yeah. So no matter what you're going through, again, rest easy 
knowing that the Lord is going to take care of you because you're in his plan, you're in his path, you're trying your best to stay out of sin. You're listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. right? If you're listening I to this podcast, pull it up if you, you just yeah, 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 keep bantering you, for a sure, short Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll banter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll let you bring that up. But yeah, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you clearly care enough about your faith and your soul that you are probably on the right path. Mm-hmm. To be, if you want to be sure, I mean, completely sure you're on the right path, go to confession. Yeah. Go to confession, and mm-hmm. now, like, no matter what, right. you walk out of that confessional, you are where you're supposed to be yeah. because you're not in sin. So, even if you don't have any mortal sins, Dan, do you know how often, what does the church recommend how often that you go to confession? About once a month. Once they a say. month, good, yeah. Most spiritual directors will say, even if you don't have any mortal sins, it's good to clean up those venial sins once a month. Once a month. And honestly, like, confession feels good. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't have any mortal sins, like, just to go and to get it out, like, it feels so nice to get that out of your heart. Like, I've never gone to confession and walked out of the confessional being like, oh my gosh, I feel horrible. Why'd I do that? Yeah. Like I, I've always walked out of there feeling great. And now here's an added bonus. Now you know you are back on God's path. The second you walk out of that confessional, mm-hmm. you are where you're supposed to be. Yep. Any luck, Rock? Yeah. Uh, the quote is, if you follow the will of God, you know that in spite of all the terrible things that happen to you, you will never lose a final refuge. You know that the foundation of the world is love so that even when no human being can or will help you, you may go on trusting in the one that loves you. Wow. Wow. That's really yeah. good. And I love it. He says the foundation of the world is love. Is that what he said? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's true because everything this world is built upon is just built upon God's love. We're all just little mini, little, little mini pieces of God's love. And when you remember that, you can stay positive even in the darkest of times. Rock, mm-hmm. that quote was amazing because it really sums up our first reading from Sirach, our second uh um, passage that we found from Peter, mm-hmm. and then now what Jesus says, and who 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 puts you on the right path? The Lord Jesus. You stay close to Him. You're set. Nice. Yeah. Well, I just want to add an Easter egg really quickly. If you've listened this long, thank you, and we're praying for you. The Easter egg is on anywhere that you want, on Instagram, on YouTube, doesn't matter. Any post, any video, you have to comment and just say, "You guys should do Bible roulette again." <laughs> so like, just tell us that in any comment anywhere. We'll get a notification. We'll see it. Yeah, and if we get enough of those, we'll we'll definitely do another one. Yeah, if we get like a few of them, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you liked this, let right. us know if you liked it. If you didn't like it, then don't comment. That. Yeah, <laughs> and also like, don't think like if you're listening to this in a year from now, like don't think like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna think that I'm weird that I'm posting this comment. Like, no, it doesn't matter when yeah. you listen to this. Just post that comment; it'll make us happy. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same as yeah. liking somebody's Instagram two years after the yeah, fact. Yeah, no, that's lot, weird. It, that's right. Yeah. It's a lot that's less weird. creepy than that. You could totally yeah. comment on our videos yeah. and listen to our podcast whenever you want. Again, comment any video, any post, we'll find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's all I have, guys. Nicole, thanks for so much for being Thank a part you, of this. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Sure. Wonderful lector. I know. <laughs> yes. Thank yeah, you. I Thank felt you. like I understood it better because Nicole read it. Like if oh. Rock would have read it, I would have like trailed <laughs> off or something. But <laughs> don't hype me up too much. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna march back into the church. Be like, you remember me? Yeah. I was a lector here. <laughs> But no, thank you guys for having me. It was really fun. And I, I think I I like listening to you guys discuss everything. I feel like I actually learned a good amount. Cool. So. Thanks, Nicole. Nope. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. All right. Well, let's let's close with a prayer then. All right. You want to lead it? Sure. Actually, I talk a lot to this one. You want to? Anyone else want to lead Rock, it? Rock, you lead it. You could lead it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, dear Lord, we just want to pray for anyone who's listening to this podcast. We ask that any problem they're going through, any suffering, uh, that they just rest in the peace of knowing that, that you're taking care of it and that you see it and that you know it and that give them the hope that whatever trial they're going to going through will come to an end. And let's say glory be. Glory be to the Father, Father and to the Son, and to the, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. God bless.